Welcome, everybody. We are on episode nine already. Maybe it's episode nine of Mutant Monday, and we have the amazing Dr. Novo. And I'm I'm just so excited because there's just so many different kind of things going on. But if we could probably best to start at the absolute beginning, how did you find out about NFTs? Oh, how I found out about NFTs. I love that story. I love to tell that story over and over again. I was actually following the work of Refik Anadol on Instagram for quite some time. And I think first time I heard about it, uh, NFTs, was when he was like introducing the debates between old galleries and museums and crypto art. And back then, this was back in December or November, I think, yeah, December 2020. So uh, there was also a huge environmental debate. Nobody talks about it anymore. At least I don't hear much about it anymore. But back then it was it was it was a talking point. So I was just oh crypto art that sounds very exciting because my own art has always been like cryptic. You know, like I had this crypto architecture series and stuff, and I I, I wasn't quite sure. You know how much crypto related it was so because I wasn't in crypto before that um so yeah that was just the beginning and by um February I already sold uh my work and uh started becoming a collector and then so you started becoming a collector and then I uh, what what sort of nfts were you buying back then so back then, I mean, I have been an art collector, you know, physical IRL art collector in my life, not like professionally in a sense that my business has never been like trading art in that sense, um, but uh, for personal use, you know. So but uh, kind of digital art collecting and crypto art collecting, it really came after um, my own pieces were sold. And I remember, you know, my, my first collector was Amir Mondua and uh, I've been saying this many, many times that he, you know, his act of collecting my work and then, you know, interacting with him on Twitter and reading, you know, his views was really influential, I think, because um, I remember reading one tweet. I, I, I had this, you know, idea in my head as well, but um, I remember reading, he said, you know, when he looks at artists' wallets and he was buying a lot of work back then, um, still is but that back back then was like huge and Golara knows in the audience Roya knows um so anyways he was like when I see that artists don't have any art from other artists in their wallets kind of you know a little bit sad of course it doesn't mean everybody has to spend all of their money buying you know um crypto art because people have to pay bills and mortgages and a lot of other things but I was in a position to actually invest this money back into the you know, other artists. So I remember I bought, the first piece I bought was Lonely Astronaut by Karen. And I think it was half an eighth. So it was actually an auction. So I, I was really delighted. And that's one of my most favorite pieces. Maybe I could at one point pin it here. You can see it, it is like beautiful. So yeah, and after that I was hooked. Like I didn't even you know, get time to mint my own work. And I started as an artist uh, in this space and then immediately was kind of drawn into the rabbit hole of 
an NFT collector and never really looked back. I, I do both now. So, And I, I also hear, and I wasn't there at the time, but I heard you had a very interesting conversation with someone that everybody knows as Blau. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's another really cool story. And that would bring us to the, you know, Board Ape Yacht Club story is that back again, I think it was in January or early February, I was in the clubhouse room and Blau is an amazing uh, musician and the DJ and uh, crypto artist and like, you know, one of the pioneers um, in this space. He spells his name like a three and then Blau, so Blau. And if anybody don't know about his work, follow him, is amazing. So yeah, he was in the room and they had a real successful drop. Um, and at one point he was buying 33 grand worth of, you know, eat uh, off the room itself. And it was a random room too. Uh, and I was in that room, and uh, but I hadn't minted my piece yet. I was like really thinking about, oh, I need to know exactly how this works. Um, so he saw the piece anyways, and it was an, a visual, uh, it was a um, video art. So it was visualization of a poem by Rumi, which I love. Um, so, um, yeah, he saw it and he said, oh, I love it. But I never got a chance to, you know, um, kind of get a hold of him to let him know that I've minted it. And I also wanted to give him as a gift anyways, um, because it was my Genesis piece. And uh, so that kind of was on the back burner for months until 1st of May, when the Board Ape Yacht Club uh, launched. And I missed the mint, but just a few hours later, one of my best friends, um, Quantum Variant, Joseph, he texted me and said, have you got your apes? I was like, what apes? What fresh hell is this? I'm not buying <laughs> you know, cartoon characters anymore. And he was like, no, they are the next crypto punks. And we had <laughs> extensive punk conversation, Joseph and I, you know, like on a mission to get our crypto punks. So I was like, okay, I'll go and check it out. And, you know, I saw them and I was like, wow, this is something else. I don't know. Like, so, um, yeah, and uh, I bought like two and then we were in a clubhouse room and Blau had minted 30, I think. And they were like 200 bucks to mint at the time. And he was like saying, oh, yeah, they're like great gifts as well. And just talking to people. And I asked him, I said, oh, did you mint any girly ones? Because I went right after the girly ones and I couldn't find many. You know, I was like, oh, they all look quite like more or less masculine in a way. They were just four like distinctively girly traits I don't even call them like female apes but you know feminine traits which was a blue dress prom dress pink hair and red hair and then you could like smuggle in pink fair as well <laughs> so I had bought like two of them and then he said oh yeah I have a prom dress do you want it I was like what yeah <laughs> like I didn't manage to get that one so uh, he gifted it to me, which was... Have you, like, is there any recording that's been kept of that? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I think, I don't know. Because back then we didn't record. I mean, usually it was not like practice to record clubhouse rooms because people were just there chatting. And But somebody must have done it and I wouldn't mind, you know. Uh, it's just great. So, yeah, he just gifted it to me and right there, 
I had that opportunity to gift my Genesis piece to him. <laughs> so that was like a really sweet exchange um, on the stage. And later I on, that, I bought I another that was one. a shock. That must have been a shock when somebody says, you know, I mean, aside of the fact we know the value of them now, going yeah. back then, having somebody you know, sort of say, you know, oh, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll gift that to you. It must have been kind of like. Absolutely. <laughs> and it was the most generous thing, you know, back then as it is now. I mean, forget about it now. Even back then was like really, really generous. And it didn't, it wasn't that he just gifted to me. He gifted a bunch of people. You know, there was a guy in the room. Everybody had either bought them on the secondary or minted them. And then there was this guy. I already had like two or three when he gifted me this because, you know, I asked about the girly ones. But um, there was this guy who didn't have any, you know, just random person. Uh, and he was like, OK, I'll, I'll just send one to you. So you have it. So everybody in the room has an ape. <laughs> but um, yeah. and I'm sure, you know, I mean, yeah, he has been like this. It's not just with the apes, you know, like Blau has been such a generous force. Um, especially, you know, during the clubhouse days when pe everybody, you know, was there and he was just sharing uh, everything. And I still does, like, uh, really a legend. I, I, I love this guy. He's amazing. Yeah, it'd be interesting to know from that night, all the people that got gifted apes, if they all kept them or if everybody's kind of done something different with them. Um, yeah, that's because it's quite an incredible thing. Yeah, I think some of them, one of them at least, uh, at one point I heard they did, but um, I haven't heard back. But like the ape that I got has become the face of Board Ape Ladies uh, Club. And, you know, I, I established the Board Ape Ladies Club the day after. So Board Ape Yacht Club launched 31st of April 2021. And I think it was on a Friday, and I'm sure it was a Friday. And they minted, they sold out overnight. And I learned about it on that Saturday, 1st of May. And the same day, like it hadn't become 2nd of May when I think I, I started um, Board Ape uh, Ladies Club. I actually minted a derivative the same night, which sold. So it's on the blockchain uh, and it is it was in the collection of the Board Ape Ladies Club on my own account. So we are quite OG, <laughs> if you want to put it that way. Um, and now we've grown to this beautiful uh, collective, which I absolutely love. So, so when, when you did that, and obviously you, you opened up the collective, did you already have in mind what you were going to do at that point, or has it evolved over the last few months? Yeah, I knew, I kind of knew from like the very first moment, and it's really strange because these things usually, I mean, it has evolved and it has grown, and it has become more and more uh, powerful and beautiful. But yeah, that first day I said, you know, um, I was actually, my first plan was to um, uh, have an ape somehow, you know, like a community ape for the club so everybody can use to make derivatives and everybody shares. Um, and then I couldn't, like a few hours later, I realized, like, why am I even like trying to get that? I already have four apes. So I just put one of my own apes for like as a model or something. And then the first... Um, idea and this is remember this is back in may uh, it may sound not that long ago but back then like we didn't have like not that many people talking about DAOs or you know at least not in the nft crypto art space at in this in this sense that we are talking about it today 
so first at least I didn't know you know I wasn't so much involved I think back then rare pizza to have this kind of uh, Dao system not that many more that I knew of so um, my first idea was that okay so I send one of my apes literally to the wallet of an artist who doesn't have an ape and then they keep it for two weeks and in that two weeks they make their derivative art and um, because I wanted to share this joy with people who don't have an ape as well you know and that's still a feature of our club I'll get to that later so um, but then I soon realized that that's very risky because maybe the artist's wallet will be compromised or maybe for whatever reason they disappear or, you know, whatever happens, I have to always be chasing this ape so to at least give to the next artist. And so I talked to some amazing uh, friends and allies back then. The economist was great, you know, helping. And one of my own friends was a Bitcoin friend, really. He wasn't even into NFTs back at, uh, then. But we discussed uh, using a multi-sig wallet uh, with Gnosis Safe. And uh, so we can all be in this multi-sig wallet. And then I transfer the ape um, to the wallet. And then we uh, use it as, as a model community thing there. And then it kind of evolved into, instead of like having one artist for, you know, stay there two weeks, why not have everybody at the same time? Why wait? Because when I put up the application forms, you wouldn't believe uh, like who applied. Like some of the people who applied, if I tell you now, this is back in May, uh, Yam applied, you know, the, the artist for World of Women. And Nyla from Nyla Collection applied to be, you know, a resident artist with us. And because it took so long, they all became really uh, engaged in their own most successful, you know, currently even blue chip um, collections. So I thought, you know, we need to really harvest this energy when it's there, like don't wait anymore. And um, for the first round, pretty much everybody who had applied and was eligible, you know, the, the criteria was that you should not have an ape you should not own an uh, OG ape, a mutant. Uh, we said, you know, it's, it's okay because mutant was, um, you know, they had just arrived and <laughs> it was just a great vibe. Uh, so we didn't want to exclude mutant uh, owners, but the rest was for artists who don't uh, own an ape and uh, who are uh, female artists. Um, so the, these were the criteria, really. Um, That's absolutely crazy yeah. if you think about, obviously, like Yam applying and, and Nyla as well. Um, I mean, obviously, gone on to like huge things as well. But that'd be like maybe you could close the year out by some of the ones that applied to do like a special end of year one. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, Yam is a great friend. And I, I hope that at one point, you know, they would all come back and we all do like a little jam, <laughs> you know, remix session. And, and uh, I would really like to see Yam's ape, for example, or Nyla's ape, amazing. And um, Laya, for example, is like an amazing 14-year-old uh, 3D and generative artist. She's genius. She's a prodigy from India. She's also part of our, you know, team now, and we'll have an ape hopefully in the future. So it, there was no time to wait, you know. It was like, we need to do this now and... We did it, and our collection, Genesis collection, was 
just amazing. It sold out, I think, in three hours. And um, we are soon going to drop the November drop literally from tomorrow. I think we start the process and we're so excited about it. And by the way, I need to get some ease. <laughs> well, actually, our prices are quite, you know, uh, we still mint at the same price that the board apes minted uh, on the 31st of April, which is 0 0.08. Um, so that's our mint price. We haven't changed it, you know. Um, and um, yeah, it's just open to everybody. And we have this um, commemorative coins, uh, which if you are a coin holder, so we, we didn't, it's a kind of our very unique way of whitelisting, which works really well. So we have these coins and we airdrop them to our Genesis um, collection collectors and resident artists for the Genesis drop. And um, if you had a coin, for example, you have like two days um, period to make one offer per one coin on any of the pieces. And then we accept those offers and we cover gas as well. So it's kind of priority gas-free minting for our coin um, holders. And we think idea. that, yeah, and we have like for 144 coins, but only half of them, uh, a little bit less than half of them are in circulation. So that they are quite exclusive. And um, yeah, and we have like, it's not, you don't burn them, you just keep them and uh, you use them for different things. We have great plans coming up. And when, when you accept the artists, is it literally, obviously, once they're accepted into the program for that, that month, they can do whatever they want in the sense of their style with the ape? Absolutely. Like, this is complete freedom. The only, like, uh, framework that we use, um, which we didn't even use in the first drop, is that they are, like, square from this drop onwards. They all be square, so they look more tidy in the collection. But... Uh, otherwise, any format, any, any, anything, just anything, you know, because really, I didn't want this to be my project, you know, I just wanted to bring people together, you know, so many talented artists, so many amazing artists, and just um, have this as on the one side as an excuse, you know, for making art and showcasing each of them their own unique style. So that was something that I've always emphasized from the beginning was that, you know, look at this as your calling card. I mean, a lot of our artists are already very successful, all of them, you know, in different ways. And we have like best-selling, most popular uh, sellout artists as well. But still, I, I thought that it was really in, important to emphasize that these apes like are a showcase of their unique style. And uh, whoever sees them, you know, they, they get a sense of uh, this artist style. And you can see even now looking at some of the <laughs> profile pictures, like really represent their depth of talent. Uh, I'm just blown away. You know, I didn't know. Like when I opened this application, I had no idea uh, what would come out of it. And when I saw the pieces come one by one, <laughs> I was like so amazed. That people probably thought I'm crazy, like from my comments. <laughs> but let's bring some more people up, by the way, Vicky. I know we are talking, but we have like Ifa, we have Mombat, amazing Mombat, we have uh, Roya, we have um, 
Where is artist Jody? I would really love to bring artist Jody as well because she's our virtual architect. And um, I think these um, beautiful ladies, Golara is there. Oh my God, look at we Golara. Can, we can definitely bring them up later, but right now I've got you for the next few minutes, so there's no okay. escape. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right. Sorry, I'm, I'm taking away your cherry. <laughs> no, no, no. Right. I want to, ma- I want to make sure that for the the time that we've got you, so that anyone listening to it can obviously find out. Because obviously, there's a journey. I mean, obviously, you've got to this point with the the collection and with all the amazing artists, but also in between, when obviously you had the apes, we also had the the infamous mutant stealth drop. Do yes. you remember that night? Did you understand or have any idea what was going on with the serums and the minting? Oh my god. I <laughs> I yes. I don't know even if I can tell say this because you're rec- I mean it's not something it's not a secret but it's like a crazy incident that um yeah basically and Joseph knows he's in the audience. He knows what I'm going to say now, quantum variant. When the original apes dropped, right, and I learned about them a few hours later, nobody was sleeping for three nights, right? There were clubhouse rooms that were going for literally 72 hours without, like, nonstop, okay? Like, when the apes dropped, there were, the, nobody was sleeping, including me. And after three nights, I might have got like four hours of sleep in in three nights or something like that. Finally, I slept. And then I had a nightmare. (laughs) It wasn't a nightmare. It was just like a really weird dream. And uh, I I saw the serums in the dream, like three days after the original drop. I I saw there was a big party and we were all like given these drinks, like serum, like almost like green. I'm not kidding you this is true story i forgot about it of course except that i just told joseph i said oh i had this dream finally now that i sleep um i won't go into the details of it but uh when the mutants dropped and and then when i went on the website that night i remember it was like 3 a.m my time i just woke up like and went on the website and it said drink it you know and i saw it and i was like (gasps) Oh my God, I've seen this somewhere before. Um, so no, I had absolutely no idea whatsoever what was going to happen, except that I just dreamt about it <laughs> like three months before, it's which was really crazy. Yeah. A lot of the other people I've spoken to has been kind of very humorous. There's like a side of obviously you say possibly thinking about that kind of deja vu feeling with the serum. Um, everyone I've spoke to, no, nobody was kind of prepared. And I think this is one of the reasons why uh, within the kind of ecosystem itself, Board Ape Yacht Club is doing such an amazing job because the fact that I've not met anybody who had any inkling of really what was going on. I mean, other than the fact we knew we were getting serums, uh, the kind of utter confusion that was that night to all of us about what everybody was doing and what was going on and who ended up with what and what was an M1 and M2. And it's just such a memorable night because nobody really kind of understood. And obviously I wasn't around at the original minting. So for me, it was like, I guess what you guys felt, but like somewhat later. So um, I just thought it was such a good way to bring more people into, into the club. 
Absolutely. And honestly, like the Board Ape Yacht Club has been a roller coaster since the first like minute for anybody who got involved at any point in time, even now, like there is this energy behind it and there is just this whole universe. And you know what they did at the time, they removed um, this idea of like bonding curve that like if you buy first and like it, it was an anti-FOMO drop you know and it was really fair 10,000 pieces each uh, 0.08 which was like really most affordable for pretty much everybody there if you knew about the mint even the secondary immediate secondary was was quite okay it was just the problem was that a lot of people didn't know like didn't know about it right so but from and then they gave these commercial rights, which nobody had done that before, In whether it was like traditional art or digital art or crypto art or whatever. Or even if they had, I, I have no idea, definitely not on this scale. And that like opened the whole universe of cultural reproduction and community building. It wasn't just their project anymore. It was everybody's project, you know. And... Um, when the mutants came, again, another wave of creativity and inclusion. And um, they just have done every single bit just to perfection and beyond anything that was imaginable before that. So uh, we are very, 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 you know, honored and lucky to be somehow in the ecosystem of such an amazing project. So, you know, we are an independent uh, collection and project. We are not affiliated uh, with them in any way, um, but we are the community grant awardee. So Board A Yacht Club had this community grants back in, um, I think it was June. Uh, and um, I applied with the Board Ape Ladies Modeling Residency Program and explained about, you know, how important it was, the provenance and, you know, ownership. And because a lot of like fake derivatives were coming out, like people were riding the wave of board apes without putting in into the ecosystem, you know, like aside from like this debate about policing the community and saying, oh, who, who minted what, but there is, there was this and there still is this, you know, back and forth between people, the ape owners and, and the culture around it. So I thought it would be great to find a way to expand this um, with with other people in the community who don't own an ape without, you know, kind of crossing the line with, with these uh, issues. Because a lot of people put a lot of investment, you know, a lot of say, savings into buying apes and building a b brand around it. So it's just not fair when people go and, and just rip off, you know, uh, another brand without giving anything back. So um, all of this was in the proposal, plus the push that we are doing with technology, you know, like we are the only, I think, NFT project, collective or individual that mm, experimented with minting directly from a multi-sig wallet you know like a lot of projects may have multi-sig uh, wallets for DAOs and for um, safeguarding or or you know as a, as a vault for communal funds but we are the ones who really interactively you know with OpenSea um, experimented with minting directly although it's super expensive 
I've written up all of these experiments. Uh, I can point you to them later. But um, yeah, so all of this was in the proposal and they liked it. So we were the only ex actually project at the time during that round who got the full um, grant um, and other really amazing uh, grant awardees as well. So not affiliated, but um, we work, you know, in... Um, well, I'm, glad, I'm glad that did give you permission because it just goes to prove it's like having kind of the, the courage of the convictions for you to create it and for them to kind of help you with it that, that they can kind of see what can grow from it and as we've already seen on that first drop it, it's just so amazing to see like everybody's different take on it yeah, it's great. And I personally put in a lot of investment in it. So I got that grant and that was around, I think, one each at the time. And I myself, you know, pledged to put in another like two to four each to, to support this. And some of it was not, <laughs> it was a funny story, actually, if you want to hear. This is quite funny. I didn't know how it was going to go. So when I was, you know, um, trying to lure artists into this program, <laughs> I told them that, you know, if nobody buys any of the pieces, I'm going to buy, I promise, I pledge to buy one edition of every artist, right? So I will collect at least one edition of all of you, no matter what. Um, and then that was in the founding document and everything. And I reserved like one of them when, when we were minting them or listing them reserved one listing so that I can buy it. But very soon it appeared that, you know, they're actually going quite fast. And if now I actually bought them, it would look from the outside that, you know, this founder is keeping one of the pieces <laughs> for herself, which is quite funny because that was actually the pledge that I'd made. So uh, then I decided that instead of buying them myself, I'll just keep them um, in the community vault. So we all have uh, owned together through this multisig a copy of all of these um, uh, beautiful pieces, <laughs> except that I accidentally listed all of them for some pieces. So we ended up missing a few, which we are buying back. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> a few, yeah, like a lot more from the secondary, but we love it. You know, I, I bought a few pieces myself, like 10 times the mint price. Um, <laughs> so no privileges for me, I can assure you. But the privileges, the privilege is really just being part of this. Like, that's the biggest privilege that I have. And I'm just so grateful to everybody, all, all the ar amazing artists who are part of this and um, the community who's supporting us. And do you think that you, if you could look back now, is there anything you would do slightly differently with regards to setting it all up now that you have kind of that knowledge is power? Oh, that's a great question. You know, my instinct, my immediate answer is to say, you know, I couldn't have done it as good if I even planned it. You know, like sometimes it's the, again, the same with the Board Ape Yacht Club, you know, like a lot of things happen they didn't even expect. Uh, you know, they were themselves, the founders were in, in clubhouse rooms and <laughs> they were like shocked. I don't know <laughs> like, that this, this did so well. I'm sure, you know, probably it has settled by now, uh, the realization of how great it is. But um, not like that. No, not really. No, no. It's, it's just been amazing. We've grown um, organically and quite like slowly this, this um, 
idea Mambat can talk more about it of a boutique uh, you know collection we are a really fine art collection we are not uh, randomly generated at all even though our models are um, and uh, every artist I mean every piece is just like a whole new world in terms of the methods the aesthetics the story behind it and each of them has a story you know if you go on OpenSea and you look at each of them they all have a backstory and um, some of them like come like Jody's piece comes with a fully rendered AR version you know augmented reality you can take with you anywhere the twerking ape for example <laughs> and it's amazing yeah, it's just so cool. I mean, I get so excited for this drop. And all of us are developing major FOMO for the next drop because even though we are part of the collective, we don't have that much access to buying these pieces, believe it or not. Like, we just don't. <laughs> Each yeah. of us only have one coin, and that's even excluding the November artists. For them, they don't even have a coin. Um, so... We have to buy them like everybody else from uh, when they're listed. And because I'm the one who's listing them, I don't have time to actually buy them. It's like it's a really weird position to be in, to formal on your own project so much and just not have that opportunity to buy all of them. I understand that it's a bit like sometimes as well with like I've seen some amazing artists and, and there's some um uh, people that obviously I've sent your way that that I know will do absolutely amazing if they go for it but as they've grown in popularity obviously if I haven't managed to get a piece early on of their artwork it's been incredibly difficult so then I'm torn between um, I always do the right thing which is sharing a, a new artist out on my Twitter but there's part of me that goes, I really don't want to share. I don't want everybody to see them until I've managed to buy a piece because I know. And it's happened to me so many times where I'm like, oh, God damn it. Like, like now I can't afford like something. It's something's now two ETH where I could have afforded it if I didn't tell everyone. But it's it's always it's always with, with them in mind as well when they do such amazing work. Yeah, absolutely. It's the collector's dilemma, right? It's a catch-22. You just don't know what to do. <laughs> I, it happens to me all the time. Uh, but recently, I've become a little bit better. If I'm bidding on something, especially on foundation, I keep quiet, <laughs> finally, you know. But um, even if we're like at this um, uh, Inspiration X, you know, the space program and... Um, St. Luke's Hospital uh, for Children, Cancer Hospital for ch Research Hospital for Children. And we were like bidding on these pieces uh, for charity for children with cancer, right? And then, but we were like, we were like, oh no, you outbid me. Don't do that again. Like, nobody touches this piece. And it was so funny. And then we we're like, but we want them to sell for more. You know, it's for a good cause. We want the artists to get more as well in other cases yeah, yeah. one of my so favorite sad. artists uh, she uh, she i bought one of her pieces and uh, there's others that i liked and i kept missing out on and it ended up other people in the community i knew who they were so i would kind of like say to them you know if you ever decide to kind of sell it on secondary let me know and then it got to about i think it was about the eighth or ninth piece she did and I saw it had been sold and I recognized the name straight away. And I went to double check and I'm like, um, 
uh, where World of Women, obviously, you can recommend, I think it's a curator, you can recommend an artist. They'd recommended the artist that I knew and obviously bought her her piece for their collection. And I'm like, now I know everyone's eyes are on it because obviously it's now in the World of Women wallet. So I did actually say to that artist, um, I said, you know, by your prices between now and next year are going to be like night and day. And she's like, oh, I don't think so. And I went, no, 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 there definitely will be. Yeah, I, I know exactly that feeling. I mean, we had like Eva's piece today. She's in the audience uh, from the Genesis uh, sold for 1.25 um, in the secondary. We've had like a huge boost to Bordet Ladies just in the past couple of days. Um, also because like thanks to Mombot, she, she was on, a, on an interview with Gary Wee about emerging artists and Mombot is an amazing artist. She has her own entire world and um, everybody's just been so amazing. You know, this is the power of uh, having an artist collective. This is what, you know, I've just, it's been my dream. Now it has become a reality because of all these amazing women uh, and the community who's behind it, you know. Because some artists, they just want to make art, you know, and not that, you know, I mean, all of us are involved. They're all here now, listening, communicating, engaging. But when we pull our resources together and each of us, you know, promote everybody, then we grow together and the growth is exponential like that. It's, it just really escalates and um, just goes you know, it's just, it's just amazing. Also, because our format, maybe I can tell you a little bit more because we are quite unique in that as well. So every month we have uh, like a set of new artists to make these um, incredible, unique pieces and we mint an edition of them. So first month it was edition of 12. This month it will be edition of 14. So each of them is 14 and we keep one of them for our communal vault. So the primary sales for these pieces is distributed between all of the artists who are participating, who have a piece. So if, say, for example, I mean, this has been a sellout uh, collection, but let's say if one of the pieces only sold like half of the pieces and another one sold out, then it's as if both of them, you know, sold 75%. So we, we kind of distribute equally. And with the prime, with the secondary sales, it, we also like distribute that through the multi-sig wallet to everybody in the collective. So every new set of artists who join us, they immediately, or not immediately, but after the drop, they are also included in that. So it really makes sense if you know one of us succeeds, it's like everybody has. And I don't think that's the reason necessarily for why people are promoting each other, but it's just a side effect of it, you know, that it comes and you can really see it, you know, it, it's so tangible. Yeah, I definitely think having that clarity because then you don't need to ever worry about somebody's getting 30%, somebody else is getting 40%. It's, it's there from the outset. It's clear to all the people that come through your program. And I think that's, that's what's so amazing is like it is is fair for everybody. Yeah, and I've been just amazed of how open and you know amazing everybody has been. I had like set up with these documents, you know, with all these you know uh, ideas that we haven't tried before, and everybody has just been so helpful and understanding and um, proactive in growing everything. You know, we have like Eva helping with um, developing Discord. 
um, where artist Jody had done an amazing job creating this virtual clubhouse. You should, if anybody has not seen our clubhouse, it's just boardapeladies.club. <laughs> you go there and you have to go and literally check out the bathrooms as well. Like for board apes here who know the bathroom issue, <laughs> not issue, like we have a bathroom at the board ape yacht club, but we also have a, like two bathrooms um, at our club and we have a bar. You can literally sit there. Uh, we also are live streaming um, packs, our select TV in our clubhouse so you can just sit there and uh, listen to the music and um and the gallery we have a new floor i've pinned the um tweet here this is a demo we have a hot tub on the terrace with inflatable gold banana in it like it's it's bananas it is clubhouse <laughs> like artist jody has made um I would really like to bring them up now, if if you don't mind, because um, they're just amazing. And all of us are contributing to this. So I may be the founder, but like there is no difference really between uh, all of us. We are a collective and a DAO. So um, I also, kind of feel, uh, yeah. Anyone mm -hmm. get, uh, wanting to know, how do you get access to the lounge? And you just go in there and you just move around. It's, it's uh, fully explorable. And also maybe you really need to bring Jude, Jody up so she can explain as well. She made it. So I think it would be great if she can say a few words about the club. Because we absolutely are just blown away by um, how much depth and detail it has. Like we have a vending machine for bananas. You have like a self-rolling um joint on the on the on the at the bar like it's 3d just comes out and you can just sit there and have it um you have like everything um yeah and all the pieces they they link to um open we are just developing the next floor for the november drop and that's in the demo um but, when do we uh, get to find out who the new artists are going to be? Oh, we already know. We uh, so oh, do we, we have to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We have been tweeting um, from Bordeaux Ladies Club and even my own Twitter uh, sneak peeks of everything. Also on Discord. So um, we have a set of amazing new artists. And uh, by the way, we are also for inclusion. So we 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 recognize that there is an underrepresentation of women in the NFT space in all levels, you know, from the artist to the collector to devs everywhere. Um, but also, you know, there is this concept of equity, you know, like mm, equal opportunities for everybody according to um, the gaps that are there. But we, we believe in a world where we can finally, you know, be all balanced that we don't want like a, to always live in women only places or, you know, just have to make these adjustments all the time. So from our second drop, we opened the application for to, to everybody from you know, any gender they have or no gender. And uh, for every eight women that we have in our collective, we invite four and non-female so they can be male they can be non-binary this month we have one man dr wafu and, and he's amazing and we have one ai friend uh, poetic artificial intelligence pi who is a very successful nft poet 
and they have had their poem in um, ether poems and like uh, quite a few collections and it's just an amazing an amazing artist so we are not um exclusively female however all of our ape derivatives are exclusively female so one of the reasons for establishing board ape ladies was not only to promote and represent female artists but also to recreate uh, female apes uh, to add to the board ape yacht club you know to to have more distinctive you know female identifying apes there so we have ladies we have uh, but not all our ladies so we have some witches and um uh, fairies or rebels partners in crime or badass bitches everything uh, we have different roles for for our ape ladies so not all of them are ladies <laughs> that's cool we've got a few minutes left and i have sent some requests out but Eva's come up so Eva, what was it like with your first launch Hi, everyone. Um, that was awesome, by the way. Thanks for having me up. You two are some, some of my faves, by the way. Novo, Vicky. Hi, Rob, as well. We haven't heard from you. <laughs> um, yeah, the launch is amazing. Like, I think it was the same for, I think all of us didn't really know how it was going to go. Um, but we were absolutely blown away with, you know, the response and, you know, how quickly they went. Um, and I remember like we had such excitement, like even on the Discord amongst ourselves, we were like, oh my God, look how many, oh, this one is sold out, that one is sold out. So it's just like really good energy. And I think what Nova has been talking about in terms of like the, the collective aspect and everybody, you know, promoting each other and hyping each other up, like that's really, that's the vibe. It's like, we are all for each other. We're like all rooting for each other. And I think that's really what was quite special um, about the initial launch as well and yeah, even this next drop, like I can't even describe to you how awesome this new lineup of artists is. What Jodie has done in the clubhouse is unbelievable. Like every time um, like Nova or Jodie shares something, I'm like, what, how, when, where did she find the time to do this? It's always just incredible. So anyway, yeah, I've, I'm very excited about the whole thing. Very happy to be involved. With your first piece, when you got the opportunity to start work on it, did you know what you were going to do? Did you have an idea or you just went with the flow? I mean, I mean, I knew she was going to be super trippy. I mean, that was obvious. And I knew she was going to be, I knew she was going to have pink hair. So there was come, some traits that I was like, okay, there's definitely going to be mushrooms. There's definitely going to be pink hair. Um, and I also knew I wanted to make her really detailed. Um I had all sorts of plans at the beginning for like, like I'm not really an animator, but I was like, I feel like this one needs to move a little bit. So I managed to get a little bit of movement in there, which I was really happy with. Um, but yeah, it was just one of those things where I actually took some detail out because I just went and I kept adding and adding and adding. I was like, okay, I need to chill out a little bit with this. Um, so I actually pulled back a little bit with her, but she's still pretty intense. Um, but yeah, I knew she was going to be a mid transformation ape. So like the kind of the, the kind of the backstory to my, um, a witch she's a, a witch ape um, is that she's like she's after drinking the serum she knows something is changing but she's not really sure what's going on so she's like mid transformation um, so that's the that's the story behind my behind my ape <laughs> that's very cool and welcome up Jody as well yeah also known for your twerking ape hello yeah sorry hello. my um my internet just dropped out. Perfect timing. 
That's all right. I only said the word twerking ape. Oh, twerking ape. Yes. <laughs> yes. Evie, my ape Evie. Um, I had a lot of fun building, making Evie. And what, what did it feel like when you got accepted on the program? Yeah, like everything in NFT space, I, there's a story with it. Because when I um, typed it, I put in, it would be really cool to do an AR8. And it all kind of spell checked or um, just automatically changed it and put air cool. So I spent <laughs> sort of ages thinking, oh, I'm not going to get in. They're going to think I'm really crazy. Who, who would do an air cool? What is that anyway? Um <laughs> And quite a few months went by because we obviously um, Nova was waiting for um, all of the project to get going. So when I found out I was accepted, I I was um, yeah really excited, really excited, and saw it as a big challenge. And did you have any idea? Because you, as you say, had time waiting. Did you have any idea what you were going to do? No, because I didn't know if the project was still going ahead. Um, and as soon as I sort of, you know, heard that I was shortlisted to start with, um, I started thinking and I, I was thinking, right, OK, how can I actually approach this and do this? And it, it just naturally evolved from there. I just thought it had to be a full body ape, um, but with slightly more feminine shape <laughs> and pink hair. <laughs> Okay, cool. Yeah, and can I add something to that? Like Vicky, none of yeah, none of the artists when I looked at, you know, because it was a very simple application process. It was basically like comment under this tweet and say confirm that you're a woman and you don't own an ape and maybe share like a link to your work, you know, because I was just the one who was doing this. There was not like them behind it. Um and I was very busy with so many other things as well so it was just a very simple process so I had no idea that like Jody, for example could make these 3D models and the kind of virtual clubhouse and all this like amazing architecture and interior design that she's done I just remember we were saying oh yeah it'd be nice to have like a gallery you know like just something simple and she was like oh but I've done this thing for the EU uh, you know, for the European Union um, quarters and whatever. And she sent me a link and I was like, you did that? <laughs> like, <laughs> hello. <laughs> and, you know, like I was blown away um, by her talent. And she just keeps adding, you know, uh, levels and rooms and little different surprises. And all of them are 3D and you can like almost touch them. By the way, we also have Laya make a whole um, metaverse gallery in crypto voxels for us on Art Jedi land, which uh, she built from scratch. And she's 14. I remember like I was talking to her and she's based in India and like it would be like my time after midnight for her, probably early morning. And she needed to go to school and I felt so bad, you know, I almost like felt like evil. I'm like, I shouldn't be talking to, you know, someone who needs to go to school at this late, you know. Um, but uh, she she was like just telling us that um, the, the, the um, 
a metaverse gallery is ready to be launched. And then the day after, like we opened it and it was such a huge success. You know, she is just so professional. She was like, yeah, you have the get go. You know, you, you, you have the yes from me, the green light. You can go like like signing off like an architect. Same with Jody. Just, I'm just so impressed by so much talent. Um, like women in this space, no matter what age or background or method or anything, they're just so powerful. Like I've not seen anything like this in any other project. Show me any other project that has, you know, a clubhouse, a metaverse gallery like this. And even the board Ape Yacht Club that I adore and they're an example of perfection. Even they don't have like a, a club like this. So this is really an incredible phenomenon <laughs> and I just happened to be in the middle of it just so lucky to be part of this well I can't I can't wait to see everything come out and before we wrap up is there anything anyone else would like to add I can add something else that the um application for our next round of artists is also open so if anybody wants to apply to be resident artists with us you can join the Discord and there's a channel for applying and um, you can apply. We are having great plans for our Christmas drop and it's going to be insane, Wiki. <laughs> it's going to be insane. That's all I can say. And then Jodie's had her work cut out for she'll have to decorate the lounge with all the Christmas decorations as well. We have a whole full-blown christmas market amazing here i said it ah why there is no screaming emojis <laughs> seriously like it's, it's jody tell them oh it's, it's amazing um yeah it's um it's a christmas market so with traditional log cabins um lots of snow some sort of snow sculptures there's some um snow bananas um and a lift that you um, get to um, through the gallery, the second level of the gallery. Um, you just jump. And mold wine. <laughs> yeah, mold wine. Perfect. Yes. There is mold um, wine. They literally there is mold wine. And it's very swill as well. Yeah, <laughs> no so bananas. Be a, a mold wine. I'm there. <laughs> it's going to be a good fun environment to to visit, and uh, hopefully lots of um, twinkling bells and Christmassy sounds as well. So yeah, once it's um, once it's out, you have to come and check it out. Perfect. What a great way to to end this week's Mutant Monday. Well, thank you again, uh, Doctor Novo, for taking the time with us. I know it's late where you are. Thank you, Aoife. Thank you, Jody. Thank you to my co-host Rob, uh, dealing with all the sound. And I'm going to attempt to play us out with some music that was made for us by uh, Elise. I think Maria's in the audience as well. And I will catch up with everybody next week. Thank you, guys. I just want to say thank you as well, Vicky. You're just such an amazing leader in the community and you just all the spaces you hold. And, and I, it was just so great to meet you in New York as well. Um, so thank you for having us. No problem. And I look forward to meeting you all again soon. Have an amazing night, everyone.